Welcome to Life Skills 101, Skills for a Digital Age, sponsored by the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network and True North Homeschool Academy. True North offers live online classes, clubs, ebooks, and more. From special needs to parent classes, True North builds a community through digital format in an age of loneliness and desolation. Our host, Lisa Nearing, is a homeschooler with five kids who was homeschooled with her husband, Dr. David Nearing, for 27 years. They are committed to equipping fellow homeschoolers and Christians with the tools they need to navigate a complex world in need of a Savior. Now, without further ado, Lisa Nearing. Hey everybody, it is Lisa from True North Homeschool Academy, and I am here once again with our Life Skills 101 Life Skills for Digital Age podcast, and I am super excited today because I have a special guest, Mary Wilson. And you might find Mary Wilson at her MaryHannahWilson.com website. She's got a lot of great resources for homeschool families and particularly teens. She runs book clubs on OutSchools, and you can find the link to her classes in the show notes. And um, I just am really excited about having her here. We're going to talk about having fun in your homeschool. And I ran into Mary, um, that's air quotes there, on um, Instagram. And her reels really caught my eye. They're really fun. She's just having a great time. So Mary, welcome to the podcast. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. This will be fun. It will <laughs> As be we fun. talk about fun. At least we talk about fun. So I found you on Instagram because of because of the reels and then just really kind of started looking around your Instagram account and which is really fun. I mean you really have a, a good time and your kids are involved in the reels. So tell us how you got involved in reels in the first place. Like what was that all about? <laughs> I should probably confess that I am like as mature as a 13-year-old, apparently. <laughs> so when Reels came out, um, I re- the first Reel I made, I'm in the car on my way home from vacation. And I was bored. And so I thought, I'm going to play around with this. This looks really fun. This is like TikTok, but I don't have to join TikTok. Right. Yeah. And, <laughs> and <laughs> my kids were definitely rolling their eyes. And I made a bunch of goofy reels. And um, then occasionally I would just pop on. And it was just a little while ago. I actually now have joined TikTok. And um, it was just a little while ago that I thought, you know, these aren't just fun. Like, these are a great way to be encouraging, to get a positive message out in just a few seconds to brighten somebody's day. Yeah. It amazes me. I mean, I think the... um the perfect time for a reel right now is nine to 15 seconds is what all the gurus are saying. But if you scroll through reels on Instagram, the creativity blows me away. How much of a great message you can get out there in nine seconds. And you do a great job at it. Your reels are really really vivacious. I, when we started talking about doing um, the podcast, I told you, I really wanted you to come on and tell us about the kind of fun you have in homeschool, because I can't imagine anybody doing this crazy reels like you do isn't having a great time in life. <laughs> we are having fun around here. <laughs> I love it. What it, You were telling me just really quickly before we started, what are some of the most fun you've had in homeschooling? How, first of all, how long have you homeschooled and how many kids? I have four children and we have homeschooled from the start. So uh-huh. my oldest is headed off to college. So this now I think will be year 14 for wow. me. Yeah. Um, I did have one child attend school. Um, for high school for um, seven days. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you know, she started having second thoughts about it and, and we really pushed her like, you know what, get this 
I don't mean to say like, get it out of your system. Like it's not going to work. We, we weren't sure if it would, but I was like, you're so curious, like, let's do this. Mm -hmm. And I mean, that's part of who we are, which is part of, you know, having fun is we just embrace whatever is coming with our kids and try to make the best of it. Um, for her, it didn't end up working out and she came back home and, and things have been fine. But, um, that's kind of our homeschool journey. For the most part, we have homeschooled the whole time minus seven days for one kid. <laughs> wow, that's funny. I, I feel like in homeschool years, seven, 14 years can be like 474 million years. Like, does it <laughs> seem like that way sometimes? Like the, the whole thing about like the days are long, but the years are short is really a true adage, I think. <laughs> so true. I mean, I yeah. look back, I actually, um, I have collages going down my basement. I buy these 16 by 20 frames from Michael's uh-huh. and I collage each school year. And it. it's so fun to, I mean, I'm a little behind. I think I'm on like 2018, uh-huh. <laughs> but I love looking back because at the time it did feel long. Like it felt, you know, four kids and it was tiring. And now I look back and I see all the great stuff we did. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that feels like it was so, you know, long ago and yesterday. And yesterday, I know time is an odd thing. So you've homeschooled for a long time and you've had fun. How I I really feel like as we move into this like really technological world that we're about to, that we're in the midst of entering, you know, I mean, last year really ramped it up. It seems like, but education is different. Technology is different. The world our kids will work and live in is going to be different than 10 or 15 years ago. I mean, it's just, they're going to work with AI and robotics and drones and all the things. Um, But I do think, um, One of the things we really need to teach them is how to be fully human because computers and AI and robots cannot take over the things that humans are great at, which is being human and having hearts and divergent thinking and thinking really creatively. And that's the thing I love about humor. It is the ultimate creative endeavor, right? Like, it blows my mind. I think it's one of the reasons that um, TikTok has taken off the way it has because it's just entertaining and mind-blowing. Like you were saying, how powerful something can feel to me that I've watched for nine seconds from a stranger. I know. Yeah. I was actually, I saw a, a wedding video this morning on on the reels and it was it was a man about to be married standing there with his dad as his best man. And his wife-to-be was holding his son's hand coming down the aisle to him. And he just started bawling. And I was just like, the humanity and beauty of that moment was so beautifully captured with this really gorgeous music in just a matter of seconds. And it's something we can all relate to. Like when you see people you love, it it just, it gets you, you know? Um, So yeah, I think there's a lot of power in it. But Back to the back to the question of like, do you think that fun is going to be really important as we get? I I really think fun is going to be more important than ever as we enter this technological world and as our kids. We need to we need to teach them to have a sense of humor, how to have fun in clean, healthy ways because there's a lot of quote unquote fun to be had that might not be really supportive of who they are as people because <laughs> you can find that on Reels and TikTok too. Sad to say. Um, oh. Yes, you definitely can. And and our kids have to be taught how to navigate that. And yeah, that's kind of how we've done that. I mean, we want to have fun, but we need to talk about how to also protect ourselves and have boundaries and intelligence yeah. when we're entering these things, which is part of the reason I do pull my kids in with it so that they see ways to have fun and embrace technology mm-hmm. while having boundaries so that as they become adults and get older, they have started to navigate these things. Yeah. Cause they're, it's not going away. 
<laughs> it's definitely not going away. Yeah, none and, of it's going away. <laughs> and seeing their parents, you know, em- embrace that and learn how to do it in healthy ways, I think is important for them. I do too. I, I, I absolutely do. How do you guys, I mean, are you writing your, your, your reels? Do you sit down and really think about it? Or is it just kind of like, are you guys just naturally like super funny all the time? <laughs> I I don't, it's funny. Cause I don't, it does take me some time to think of, I, I, um, I'll hear a sound and I'll think of something and I will sometimes jot it down on my phone. Like, oh, that sound bite. I could turn that into a homeschool thing and I'll quickly put the idea on my notes because I will be honest. I mean, I am middle aged. Like if I hear the same sound bite a week later in my file, I'm like, why did I save that? What was I going to do with that? <laughs> Glad it's not just me. I just realized I had notes in my phone. So like my logins for certain, like my chiropractor, I'm like, I could put that I could put my yes. login in the notes. Who knew? It was like, like this big revelation moment in my life. You know, that's, yeah, middle age. It's, it's an exciting time. <laughs> it is. So, so that tends to be how it is. When I do one with my kids, I've been teasing my daughter and I told her, um, I really, I want to do a TikTok dance. Will you do it with me? We got to learn a TikTok dance together. And um, she's in theater and oh, it's kind of her thing anyway. I mean, her TikTok account, she does really fancy, crazy transition videos that I could never in a million years do. Um, so she'll occasionally help me out with like an idea I have. We just did another dancing one that I haven't put on reels yet, but it's coming. Um, just, it has been fun yeah. together. I mean, the, t- the the dances on reels and TikTok have just been yeah. so much fun. I feel like, I don't know, this sounds really sappy, but it's almost like seeing some of the best of humanity. Like we're all doing this same silly dance together. Yeah. and. I love because you see people doing it with their kids and people, grandparents are joining in. I watch these TikToks and grandma's doing it with everybody. I know there's this one grandma who does regular dances with her son. I think she's Mm got to be over 60 and she is phenomenal. I have found it really encouraging too. Like, you know what people are capturing such amazing moments in their lives. Like it makes you think about all the amazing snapshots of your life that you go. Yes. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so tell us about some of the funnest moments you've had as homeschoolers. Like, I know we've been talking about reels, but <laughs> homeschooling can be so much fun. And has that been something you've really thought proactively about as you've homeschooled? I have. And, and we won't, we don't have to get into the Enneagram here, but for any of your listeners who are into it, I am a seven in case anyone's wondering. So I will admit that fun comes really naturally to me. I actually have to work hard to realize some things aren't fun (laughs) and we still have to do them. (laughs) So I I do want to admit that because um, it does come naturally. So it does mean looking back at our homeschool, I would say um, one of the really fun things, and it's actually what has led to these days I teach classes on out school, is when my oldest was in seventh grade, um, literature discussions were becoming difficult because her siblings weren't reading the same book and it was just her and I, and she was kind of going through those teen years. You know, she didn't really want to sit and talk with mom anymore, even if it was like over a Frappuccino, like that still was not interesting to her. So I started, I formed a book club with her friends. I asked the other moms and one of the other moms was really adventurous like me. And the first book we were doing was the hunger games. We thought that would be fun to start the year. And I called her and I was like, you know what? I'm dressing up as Effie Trinket for Halloween. (laughs) What if I come to book club 
as Effie Trinket. And she had already decorated her house. Um, She had made like a cornucopia for the food and she had hung these white balloons to be like the things you drop in the arena. And so we did this huge themed book club party. Um, All the food was themed. And then I bought this big glass bowl and I made them um, put their names in based on how much food they had gotten, kind of like they did in the Hunger Games. And then I read the names of tributes to answer questions. I mean, we had a blast and it kicked off um, about, gosh, I was still, I'm still doing book clubs last year with my boys. I mean, my daughter, we did it for four years. These theme, not every month was themed. I mean, sometimes we just got tired and we were like, we're just meeting over food. Yeah. But um, we did the outsiders and we all dressed up as either a greaser or a soche and um, we, we had candy cigarettes. <laughs> we just did, which they had never heard of. And, you know, my childhood was full of them. We all had candy cigarettes and cigars too. Remember the pink right? and lime green cigars? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I would say that our book clubs for everyone here have been some of the most memorable. The boys and I are still doing them. Um, you know, now I'm going to have all high schoolers and one middle schooler. So my middle schooler is still going to do a book club. And we're thinking with the high schoolers, I'm going to do a movie club instead and do a themed thing. But I just love that kind of stuff. And in terms of learning, you know, what my kids won't go off with memories of overanalyzing a book and worksheets. They will remember dressing up and laughing. And we still learned. We had great discussions about themes and um, specific lines and characters, but it was all done with this element of fun that just brought joy to reading the book and to the middle school years, which was a very key ingredient. (laughs) Right. And that can be, it's such a twitchy time in the kids' lives because they're still child and yet they're a young adult. And so it's that odd balance of like giving them some freedom and also protecting them almost from themselves. I mean, I feel like the fact that all of us lived through that time and here to tell about it. It's almost miraculous, you know, let alone for kids. Because uh, yeah, it it is such an odd time, but you want to give them more while you're giving them less of other things. And yeah, it can be a tough balance. But I, I love literature because it's a great way to talk about really hard issues without talking about the issue. <laughs> talk about it with somebody else in the middle of the room instead of talking about you and them. I mean, it is a great tool to really have some great conversations with your kids. Difficult and fun in other ways. I love, I, I thought the Hunger Games was a great series. I love that you dressed up as everything. I personally feel like you should make a reel of that. Like it's not ever going to go old, right? Like you need to do it. <laughs> I should. That was a, oh my gosh. Yeah. That was a many years ago. I might need a new dress. I'm not sure I fit in that one anymore. <laughs> Everybody knows who she is. <laughs> yeah, they do. Yeah. They do. Even if they haven't read the books. If only there had been reels back when I was doing those. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah. I, oh, how fun. Um, You were also talking about line dancing with your kids and how one morning they came down and you're like, we're not doing the regular routine. Tell us about that. Yes. Yeah. So my kids remember this when I asked them about their biggest memories of fun in our homeschool. They, this is the story apparently they love to share with other people when they ask them about homeschooling. They're like, my mother was crazy. Um, I came down one morning, I, my, 
my daughters were heading to a middle school dance that night. You know, the local co-op group was having a middle school dance. There was going to be a DJ. It was kind of a big deal. And I said to them, all right, instead of morning time, we're learning line dances. Like we're going to learn how to do the electric slide and we're going to learn how to do Cotton Eye Joe. And, you know, I had a list and they were like, what are we doing? (laughs) And we had a blast. We watched YouTube and we learned all the dances and I was like, you're going to thank me. And they did. They said at the middle school dance that some of the dances we learned, they did. (laughs) Oh, how fun is that? I love it. Line dances are so communal too. It's not, you don't need a partner. You just need a line and you can have two people and have a line. It's so, it's like square dancing. It's not, it it is just a really great way to break into dancing, which can be so communal and so much fun. Yes. And And there's a formula. So it makes you feel safe because you're like, I keep repeating these moves and moving in yeah. this direction and, yeah. um, and it's just, it's silly. It's fun. And I yeah. thought, and you know, and, and it's really a life skill. Like, come on, let's learn the electric slide. Like you're going to yeah. go to a wedding one day and you <laughs> need to know this. <laughs> or I might come to yours and I'm going to start dancing it. So you better be ready. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, for those of us who are not Enneagram sevens, I'm the, I'm the Enneagram. I haven't really looked too much into Enneagram types. I keep taking the test over hoping I get a different number because <laughs> I'm one of those people who, who has to have everything just so like I'm a, I'm a perfectionist, but a global thinker. Uh, yeah, I am a one. It's tough, man. Cause I really love to laugh, but having fun isn't really like, I won't tell it now first day. You know what I mean? So for those of us who it's not natural, those of us, all the rest of us who are not sevens, like how would you encourage the rest of us that are homeschooling, but maybe you feel bogged down by getting everything done? how to just really have fun. Because I think fun can be such a vehicle for learning. Like you were talking about, like if we have fun in our homeschool, they're going to learn so much faster, have more time to go play, um, all those kind of great things. And plus it's just such a great communication tool. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Any tips or pointers? (laughs) You know, uh, yeah, a few, because I have a lot of friends who ask me this. Um, One would be to plan for it. You know, if you're definitely a planner, like fun, doesn't have to be spontaneous. Like that book club, we planned for it. You know, we, we decided how we were going to do it and we worked it into the plan. So you can certainly plan for, Hey, Thursday afternoon, we're going to have fun, (laughs) you know, and and then give yourself permission then. And I would also say, and make it a priority. So if you get to Thursday afternoon and you haven't finished math or you haven't finished something, oh, well, like, we said we would have fun Thursday afternoon, and that is just as important yeah. as these other topics. Um, and we'll come back to the math tomorrow, mm-hmm. but we said Thursday afternoon, you know, whatever your family finds fun. And that's another thing. Yeah. It doesn't have to be what my family finds fun. Yeah. So, you know, you might enjoy, I mean, my daughter sometimes will just like watch reels with my husband at night and they'll sit and laugh. He would never make a reel ever. Like that would not be fun to him. That would feel yeah. intimidating and scary. And why would I do this? Right. So um, whatever's fun to you, we like to also go to a local coffee shop with a stack of card games. Oh, fun. That does just, sound really fun. Yeah. Just take a break. And I mean, we all know how much kids are learning from game playing. Yeah. So you're, you're learning strategy and the communication and all sorts of skills mm-hmm. and you're having fun. We yeah. have done that since my kids were pretty little. It probably started when my oldest was taking classes outside the house. Mm -hmm. I had to figure out something to do with the other three. Yeah. And I didn't always want to drive all the way back home and then all the way back. So we would go somewhere 
and sit and do some schoolwork and play games. And I actually asked them tomorrow, do they want to go to the pool? What do they want to do to just have some fun in the afternoon? And they all asked, can we go to the coffee shop with card games? Oh, so that is here, awesome. Here they I, are at 16, 14, and 12, and that's still what they want to do. I love it. My kids like playing board games too. I, I was just thinking, what does your family do to have fun? Because um, my, my son, he thinks the most fun thing to do is to go out and target shoot. I mean, he, uh, oh, my boys thinks, would come for that. Oh yeah. Like, and we live on an acreage, so there's plenty of space to shoot. You can, where we live, you can shoot on your own property without a license, even though we do have that and all that kind of stuff, but it is really fun. And our friend came out for, um, to visit about a month ago and brought like three different guns and they were just, it was like hours of fun with yeah. guns and rifles and shooting and all that kind of stuff. So I think it's really important what, and, and every kid has a certain thing that's fun for them. Like I have five kids. One of them really can't stand card games or board games, but my two youngest love board games. So yeah, yeah it can just really vary by kid too. It, it is. And I think it's good to give yourself a permission in the calendar to have fun and then to know what your kids do enjoy. Like you're saying, um, we went through, my boys went through kind of a fortnight You know, time period where they were playing Fortnite a lot. And I am not advocating for turning everything they find fun into a school lesson. Definitely not. Mm -hmm. But what we did is, um, you know, Fortnite drops like their seasons, like season five was going to release or whatever they were called. I think, yeah, it was season six and season seven. So they were really excited. Season seven was going to come out. So I decided to surprise them and cancel school on the day season seven was coming out. And I, um, I had hung some paper on the wall and I let them teach me about each of the seasons. And then we canceled school that day. I wrote a poem about like getting to play Fortnite. I think it's on my Instagram somewhere buried in there. And that was just so special for them. Yeah. Like it was just a way to recognize I think that's important is to let our kids know that pri- prioritizing fun is just as important. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying never do math. You got to do math. But yeah. every now and then, once a quarter to pick a day where you surprise yeah. your kids and you're like, yeah. we're taking the day off. And guess what? You're going to play Fortnite all morning. Oh, my gosh. That sounds like a fun <laughs> day. You know, I want to just – my son is really he, – he leads a men's group, a young men's group in our clubs at Turner Time School Academy. And they play role-playing games. And we, so yes. we've been talking a lot about this, he and I, throughout the summer, like, what is the benefit of it? Is it, you know, just how kosher is it and all that kind of stuff. Some of those games are so well-written, just from a literature point of view. I love the fact that you put piece of paper on the wall and just have them talk through the story because your kids were learning a lot about what makes a fantastic story. Like, so wow. Much. Yeah, that is great learning. And it was incredible, so even... Even in Fortnite, as they were trying to describe the map to me and all, and they were pointing out, and they're like, Mom, it's really good alliteration, isn't it? Oh, my gosh. I love it. I love it. That is so cool. I'm like, it is. It is. And just the art of having to communicate to a middle-aged woman about Fortnite. Yeah. And explain That takes skills. Seriously. Like, I really can't get behind the games. They're just not my cup of tea. But they are so powerful and important. I just, I want to just... Come alongside you with how important games are. I, my my daughter and I have been reading a lot about gamification, mainly because I own an online school. And so we are always looking for how to not just pick up the textbook and plop it online. That's boring. Nobody wants to do that. But gamification is so important for making what can be one-dimensional learning so much more robust. And so I just 
you know, we all know as homeschoolers, like if you play bingo with addition and subtraction facts, it's going to be so much more fun than if you sit there and do 37 and worksheets with it, right? And so gamification is a really powerful tool we can all use as homeschoolers to really make the learning much more palatable to the kids and more effective. It's a fantastic tool for learning. So absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so plan for it. What is your family like for fun? Um, what do your kids really enjoy? Any other great? great yeah, and I would, I would say to also recognize everything doesn't have to be fun. Yeah. You know, so you don't have to figure out how to turn every subject every day into like a party. That's not going to happen. So for me, as I'm describing my book clubs, that's where I threw all my energy, Hmm. you know? So you might've come over and been like, wow, your history is really boring. It may have been, I mean, we were making it happen and we were getting through it. And, um, but you don't have to make everything fun, you know, reserve your energy and just make something memorable and fun. And remember, fun is also just about an attitude you have about everything during the day. Mm. So when you're doing math and, you know, people are kind of stressed out, you know, take a little break, make a little joke, um, watch a funny video online to, to mm-hmm. kind of lighten the mood a little and be like, hey, let's go, you know, watch our favorite YouTube channel for 10 minutes and then come back to this. Like just yeah. giving yourself permission to know everything isn't going to be fun, right. but we can just incorporate it throughout the day, throughout the week, throughout the week. Yeah. And, and also just knowing if things aren't naturally fun, like washing the dishes might not be really fun, but you turn on some music or your favorite YouTube comic or whatever, it can be a lot more fun. We personally like doing the dishes together (laughs) because we're all in the same space, cracking jokes. Um, we, my kids can memorize stuff from movies and videos, like a hundred percent accurate. And so, and their delivery is impeccable too. So I, I might not be that fun, but I'm laughing a lot. <laughs> Which is You've great. You've taught them well. <laughs> I've taught them well. I feel like, yeah, actually they, my kids are funny. Like, like every one of them. Like, I feel like that is one of the greatest, the greatest things I've done as a homeschool mom is they all know how to be really funny and they can make their own, they can make their own enjoyment because they have all that literature and great, great stuff in their heads that they can pull from and go. I mean, even the Hunger Games, you, like right. it's such an intense story that has a lot of like serious implications to it. To made it fun, like right. there's right. a lot of value there, you know. So, um, well, this it has been great, great chatting to you. I want, I'm, I will definitely be putting in the um, show notes, your blog, and your website so people can find you, as well as your Instagram account because I really want, I really want the listeners to go check out your reels and you'll love them. (laughs) Um, There's, there's not really a lot of homeschool reels out there. So if you're a homeschooler, make some reels for the rest of us and, and take us because it's entertain us, teach us, us, right. But it's a great way to build the homeschool community. I think a lot of people think homeschoolers are stuffy and kind of boring and awkward. And look, if you go on reels or, or TikTok for a minute, the entire world is awkward. Let's just face it. Like, Oh my goodness. Right. You'll feel very normal. You'll feel very normal. But I think it's really a great testimony to the world too, that hey, homeschoolers have great senses of humor. We have a lot to offer and your kids might end up being, you know, working with a homeschooler or working for a homeschooler or marrying a homeschooler or any of those things. So yeah, just get used to it. (laughs) 
You know, and, and I'll also mention while people are over my website and I'm, I'm sure you can drop a link to the shop since we talked about the book clubs, um, there are book club guides there for parents who maybe the fun doesn't come naturally. Mm-hmm. They can grab a guide for certain, the hunger games is there. I, I know yeah. that's one of the titles and, um, I've done all the work. So in there is ideas for the food, the decorations, mm-hmm. the, um, I put in music or whatever ideas I come up with, games and activities. Every guide has at least two games and at least two activities to hit different age groups. And your discussion questions are in there. So, like, the whole book club is there right ready there. to go. So I've encouraged parents, too, you know, just just try two next yeah. school year. You know, one in the fall, one in the right. spring, and see how it goes and have yeah. some fun around literature. Right. I, um, I did a writing workshop for years. It was one of the most fun parts of my week. Um, but it sounds very similar to that. I love doing those kind of like almost mini unit studies, but you can really, like you said, pour some time into it, make it really memorable for your kids and invite some other people over because there's other homeschoolers that need the fun of fellowship and what a, what a good time in the world to have some quality fellowship. Um, Absolutely. So yeah, great tips. I You can find Mary in the show notes or search for her online. Mary, thanks for joining me today. It's been really a great discussion. Thanks so much for having me. This was a lot of fun. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. <laughs> thanks. We're so honored that you're listening and that you share this podcast, Life Skills 101 with your friends and family. Every time you share the show and post about it, it really makes our day. Make sure you subscribe and download this podcast so that you never miss an episode. You can subscribe so that you get alerted to each and every show. Leave a review for this podcast, Life Skills 101, Life Skills for Digital Age. We're so honored that you're listening. Until next time, this is Lisa Nearing from True North Homeschool Academy. We'll talk to you soon.